0: Welcome to Gay Side Stories, where the gay shit goes. I'm your host, Trillificent. Thank you so much for joining me for another week. If you want additional content from me and my squad, or you just want to support the show and Flawless Noises Media Network, subscribe to the Flawless Noises Patreon. It's patreon.com slash flawless noises, or you can buy some merch gay side story shirts are available so go to flawlessnoises.com slash store and pick something up and now let's start the show so i'm joined this week by just henry who will just get your gay ass together if you step out of line on the twitters (laughs) be not deceived (laughs) hi but thank you you for (laughs) no no that's own it own it
1: yeah I'm totally up with the shits
0: but thank you for agreeing to be on the show carving out a little time
1: thank you for inviting me
0: so I don't think we need to delay let's go ahead and start let's start with the queer query question first question what is a key difference between your generation and the older gay generation that you've observed
1: as far as, like, self-care?
0: No, just, it could be anything. Oh,
1: just in general.
0: Yeah, oh, wow. just in general.
1: Um, Just in general. Um, Oh. You know, so, like, I am 38 years old, so, like, I kind of sit in the middle right now. So, I'm like, I see a little bit of the older gays doing the older gay thing, and I see the younger gays doing something different. I see the gays that I exist in in the middle. But I find that, like, with the older gays, there's much more camaraderie amongst them that I don't see in our community today. I feel like because they grew up in a time where they had to stick together and they had to protect each other or cover each other, um, they seem to have much more loyalty and much more emotional intelligence when dealing with each other. Mm. Um, I see that they um, still are much more tolerant of each other to some extent, but I also see on the other side of it that they... Um, aren't as open-minded about certain things or lack education in certain areas um, not so liberal as we can be sometimes in, our, in my generation and, and, and below.
0: Next question what's a big turnoff for you? Whew. Okay. let's you know what let's narrow this down let's say yes, narrow
1: it down because baby let me tell you I have several
0: I was no I was gonna say let's narrow it down to like a physical or a sexual, type of turn off because when i said it i was thinking like it could just be somebody smacking too loud and and you'd be like i'm turned off on you as a person
1: right um i think sexual physical turn off um i don't i'm a size queen Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we can be friends bro but we ain't fucking And like, I'm just not in for it. Like people would, people probably say something. People on the other side are probably like, well, you probably lose booty bottom. No, babe, I I do my Kegels. I'm good. But, um,
0: this discrimination,
1: my my disqualifiers automatically are poor hygiene and a small dick.
0: Okay. So mine is one of the main ones is, is odors. Like I I don't, I can't smells and odors. Like it needs to smell the way it's supposed to and i just mean bad odors now i'm not shaming you know the scent people you know we've talked about this multiple times on my show if you like manly scents and all that stuff that's not what i mean that's what i mean but that's not my ministry either just want to put that out there but i mean like smelling like they didn't touch that gooch in the shower before you came over to hook up Like, like
1: like you just left the gym.
0: Like, like you just play
1: basketball all days, 100 degrees outside. Please. Like you
0: just left the porta potty, like right, just any of that, like just bad odors in general. Like, uh, you don't need to smell like zest. Actually, please don't smell like zest because your skin is gonna be dry as hell. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't need to smell like soap, but don't smell like a nope either. And we're gonna leave it at that. So, the last question. What does self-care look like for you? And I wanted to ask this because it's going to catapult us into the main topic.
1: Self-care for me looks like minding your own business.
0: Speak on it.
1: Um, I found like I had a, I had an incident um, at the end of the summer, which pulled me to something because I wasn't minding my business. Mm. And um, I learned a huge lesson about minding my business. And I think that when it comes down to the general scope of life, you can't respond to everything. You shouldn't respond to everything. Um, just like you, have to, like, you have to legitimately pick your battles and not from a point of like, you are afraid of people or you are f- afraid of response. It's like, how's that gonna affect your mental health? Cause you're gonna inter- have to internalize those responses. So I don't, I, I've learned it's just easier. Like, like Twitter is a prime example. I may start typing and delete it all. Oh, I see something. Nope. 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 That's going cause me to argue. Nope. So I just mind my business. That's a, that's that's the beginning of self-care.
0: Okay. The minimum of self-care. Makes sense. Um, self-care for me, at least one aspect is giving myself a break. Mm. Like sometimes I put a lot of pressure on myself to get things done or do things a certain way. The podcasting all the shit that's been going on with that lately, for example, and just this past week I just had to give myself a break and was like, you know what when I get home from work I'm not doing anything podcast related right just chill out and It ain't going nowhere (laughs) Right, you know, so I give myself a break and, you know, like I, said, I use the podcast as an example, but I mean, it's it's a lot of different areas in life where I'm just trying to move forward. But I'm not doing so in a way that's healthy and my expectations need to be reined in a bit and become a little bit more realistic. So, yeah, that's what it looks like to me.
1: Yeah, it does. That's good, though.
0: So we're going to now stay on this topic of self-care as we move into the main topic so i found this article and it's called 18 self-care tips to start the year off right and this is in o magazine so shout out to whoever wrote this you in o magazine girl (laughs) So the article starts off by saying the benefits of focusing on self-awareness, of tuning into your body and taking the time to nourish it properly are profound. Research suggests that the more we practice self-care, the more confident, creative and productive we are. We also make better decisions, build stronger relationships and communicate more effectively. So before we get into it, what do you think about that statement? Do you agree? Do you disagree?
1: I, I like I completely agree. I think um that you have to start to declutter a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. you have to start to remove the things that don't make sense. And the problem is sometimes people are afraid of separation anxiety from the things that don't make sense. And Bear? Yeah, there's a huge fear about like letting go of the familiar. And I say this to people all the time. If familiarity bred loyalty, you couldn't boil fish in water.
0: Well, uh, I too agree. I think that it's not something that we were taught. So it's yeah. hard to understand what it feels like to properly look after yourself. And exactly. not just make sure you got a roof over your head, make sure you got food to eat and clothes on your back, but making sure that you are cognizant of sour moods and what makes you feel ways and trauma that you haven't mm-hmm. worked through. I think it's it's important to practice that self-care. And like I said, have that self-awareness to even realize that, okay, you know what? I need some self-care. I need to do things that make me feel good. I need to do things that make me feel handsome or beautiful, or I need to do things that make me feel successful. Whatever you need, but you have to be able to identify that need. And then I do think that when you are practicing self-care, You just are a better person because you. It's like a car engine, you know. You take care of it and you put oil in it and all that kind of stuff. It'll run pretty, pretty long.
1: And once you get in the practice of self care, you become less triggered too. True. Because like the same things that that like let's say maybe like a year ago being on Twitter, I would not respond to right now.
0: That you know what that is, growth. (laughs) Hand (laughs) motion. Okay, so the first one says, plant a seed. Besides keeping air cleaner, exposure to plants can also boost your mood. And then it goes on and on. Um, No. I'm going to say no on this because I feel like trying to keep a plant alive would stress me more than self-care yes. me.
1: That's- <laughs> I, killed, I killed a bonsai tree once.
0: Oh, my goodness. Exactly. Well, you, I mean, I've killed so many uh, what's the lucky bamboo? So, <sighs> no, I don't if have me, I, if I see like a dream,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, I don't know about this one, Oprah. Don't know about this one. Number two says, Read a joyful story each morning. According to a recent survey, more than 50% of Americans say the news causes them stress, child
1: that's the truth
0: some say it even leads to sleep loss so trade your morning pursuit through your facebook feed with something positive like an uplifting book or your more most cheerful podcast um i know a lot of people who do this stuff and i don't mean just like religious people i know there's a lot of religious people who have those like daily bread books um i know people who non-religious people who have similar things it's just not with the christian spin
1: Mm
0: and i think there's some benefit i think it just depends on identifying how do you start your morning because i don't typically start my morning perusing facebook but that's just because it's i don't want to get up (laughs) right so i i spend more time trying to not fall back asleep than worrying about my phone but and that's not just Past judgment, I'm just saying that this is not my ministry, but I can see and I know people who benefit from this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've seen, and I like there's a youtuber, fitness YouTuber, who's talking about that too. is like, when you start your day, don't get on social media. And he said he does, he has his phone on airplane mode until noon.
0: Wow, uh,
1: I, I it's not that I have a FOMO thing at all. I'm not a FOMO at all, but I like I have a partner. I like he calls me and there's an emergency, like bro, like I can't like miss your phone call. Yes. Yeah. I just can't. That that would that, that would wear me out. something and if something was really wrong, that would literally wear me
0: out. Yeah. I think it's maybe an extreme, but again, it's tempering it to what works for you. So for him, he has a life where he can do that for you. Maybe not necessarily having it in airplane mode, but just not being on Twitter, not being on Facebook, you know, concentrating on other things. So the phone is within reach and it's active. The cellular bars are popping, but it's not in your hand. And I think that's like the same thing. It's just tailored more to you than that person, because I can see how that can be in the little extreme. And most of us have that fear of not missing out. But. Fear of missing that phone call That something has happened to someone that we love Right I can absolutely see how that would be Even more stressful Because we have That mindset and I'm guilty of this Myself of being like As soon as that phone is on dnd or is an airplane mode that's when something's gonna happen my phone can be on for 472 straight days and nothing will ever happen and right. the one day i'm like airplane mode i'm tired of you motherfuckers and then next thing you know my daddy done fell and broke his goddamn hip so right. i absolutely get that you just have to tailor it to what works for you right speaking of what works for you i like the next one Number three says, say no. Most often, stress is caused by having too much to do and too little time to do it. Reduce your workload, prioritize your to-do list, and manage your time more effectively. This requires you to say no more often, and that's perfectly okay. It is. I think this is a lesson for a lot of people, and I'm not calling no names i'm not throwing no shade i'm just making observations and i'm trying to impart some type of wisdom but a lot of y'all need to learn how to say no to your families
1: come on scripture
0: and that's no shade none and i know that can be misconstrued because it's like you're not even close to your family so of course it's easy for you to say that but listen I see a lot of y'all, y'all ain't out here living for the city. Y'all living for your mama's titty. And i that's not living. Like, you, gotta, you have to set some healthy boundaries. Do and really. the reason why I say that is because we see y'all suffering when y'all live like this. It's not right. like we're just throwing it out of nowhere. But I see a lot of people and a lot of people on Twitter masking their pain through jokes and laughter. That y'all are going through it because it's too much pressure on you because you don't know how to say no to family or you can't say no or you feel guilted into whatever. So, yeah, no those, is a complete sentence. It is.
1: It is a complete sentence, and it should be actually hell now. People just and I and I just feel like people feel like because we have a familiar relationship that I that I that I owe you my time. I don't owe anybody anything, and I see and I see a lot of people suffer through experiences to keep their families and their parents happy like no if you want to I, I i'm not saying this but like if you want to drop out of college because you don't feel like you're only in college is like it's like because your parents are in college and they went to college and, that, and that's not what you want to do you want to take up a task or like or like a skill set like plumbing and you want to be a plumber and that's what you want to make you happy i life is way too short and when you get on the when you get on Get up to um, St. Peter's door, whoever God you believe in, universe you believe in, you're the answer for what you did, baby, not answer what everybody else did to you. Yep. It's okay to say no. It's okay not to like, and I'm not one of those friends who would be like, I ain't showing up to your party. I'll say, I'm going to tell you I'm coming and I'm not showing up. No, 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 I'm going to tell you I'm not coming. Don't, don't, don't get your hopes up. I'm not, why are you not coming? I'd rather be at home tonight, watching Netflix and playing with my, chilling with my cat and mm-hmm. eating fried chicken.
0: Come on, fried chicken. i know not love me some fried chicken. Yes, indeed. Okay, so number four says, trade your coffee for a soothing cup of tea. Well, I'm not really a coffee girl, but okay.
1: Coffee gives me gas. Tea does nothing for me. Next.
0: <laughs> well.
1: <laughs> I mean, can't can trade it for, for a nice cold glass of Kool-Aid?
0: Yeah. Well, probably not. <laughs> right. I don't know if the, I think, Maybe the sugar content (laughs) is not going to achieve what they're saying here. So real quick, it says, not only does herbal tea help hydrate and detoxify the body, but the process of making and drinking a cup of tea creates a mini respite. Uh, This is very white. I'm going to say on this, do your Googles about what you should drink in the morning. Good luck, everybody.
1: Now I know from a health standpoint, like green tea is really good for you. But, yeah, like, but it
0: tastes like earth so it's just like
1: that, that, that that's the truth so, <laughs> there was no... you know,
0: so it's like do i want to always be yeah, drinking like, this earth no not really man,
1: like nothing like i do like i do like good old chai latte but mm. like other than that like i don't you know like we see the commercials see the white folks being happy with a good old cup of coffee and it's like mm, <sighs>
0: like
1: i don't get that effect when i drink coffee
0: yeah me neither can, can you
1: push this out for a blunt? Is that okay? <laughs> you know, I, mean, I like a little reefer.
0: Let's say yes. Whatever Let's it is yes. that Let's you say need say in the morning, <laughs> if it's not Let's coffee, if coffee it needs oil. to be, if it needs to be the vape or whatever, mm-hmm. then, aim, you know, because this is about self care. So hey, yeah,
1: detoxifying your body. Marijuana ain't hurting nobody.
0: Absolutely. I say yes. This is all about self care. Number five says meditate for five minutes. Research shows that meditation undoes the damaging effects of stress on our cells and calms the part of the brain responsible for the fight or flight response. Take a few deep breaths and release any tension that your body is holding on to. If you begin to wander off into other thoughts, don't judge yourself. Simply bring yourself back to the awareness of your breath. Um. I think that this could have a positive effect, but I also am a strong believer that meditation ain't for everybody.
1: Um i am buddhist now i'm no longer like a heavily practicing christian so like real quick buddhism is not a religion it's a practice so you can still be buddhist and still practice practice christianity just cut that out right there um but i meditate on a regular basis okay and for me at first it's like it's really weird but then when you start focusing on your breath and you feel like you're like just relaxing and everything around you is just like Copacetic and floating, it just feels great. Like it just it's like it's versus like doing like like a Tammy Roman countdown, like ten, nine, I don't no, no, like really like sitting there like like five to twenty minutes just like taking deep breaths and that breathing repeatedly at the right at, at a certain pace really like feels good. I, and but like but I will say meditation isn't for everybody. Everybody's finding their own way to self care. Yeah. For me it works
0: i was gonna say you know insert whatever it is that you do so if you right. pray then pray if you read the bible read the bible if you i don't know
1: even with the meditation here, like you need to find like a spiritual a spiritually connecting moment for you
0: right right right
1: so like you reading your bible your quran or your torah or you um maybe wiccan you want to sit in nature um whatever you believe you know i think that's take those five minutes to get praise i guess
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Number six says, look at pics of cute animals. Girl. Um no.
1: this is the thing. I'm like angry. I'm not angry. So this is this thing, I can't watch pet videos and shit because like when I see people with bad pets, I don't find that shit funny.
0: <laughs> you triggered.
1: <laughs> I yeah. I was like, that'll be the day that Patrick ever thought, because my cat is named Patrick, that Patrick ever thought that he can be a cat walking on my kitchen counter.
0: My goodness,
1: Patrick. You know you will get thrown through the through the roof. Are you serious,
0: mm. Patrick?
1: Patrick, my cat is very trained on a lot of levels. Like that, like Patrick will sit his ass on shit that I'll sit my ass on. So my ass ain't been on it. Why is your ass on it? You don't see me sit on the counter. Why are you sitting on it? Mm. No, Patrick will get popped for less. <laughs> like I ain't for that shit. When I see when I see see white folks and how they raise their white cats, I no. how your cat gonna have privilege? Why your cat acting like that? No, yeah. no.
0: No. Yeah. Um, my old cat was he was trained like that too. We struggled though, cause whoo child. Yeah, that's- did me. <laughs> yeah, because like
1: cats aren't like dogs. So like breaking nah. a cat's different. Yeah. Breaking a cat to try to break a dog. But when I see like people like, you got cats on your counter, or like one day my roommate's cat was on the counter, I was like, Oh, not in this house, niece. Sure. Sure. That's where I fried my chicken at. <laughs>
0: Indeed. Indeed. Number seven says, do something nice for someone else. Hold the door open for someone, pick up a piece of litter, buy lemonade from a neighborhood kid's lemonade stand, blah, blah, blah. It says, wait, isn't this supposed to be about you? According to research, acts of kindness boost the well being of not only the giver, but also the receiver and overall community. Um, I'm going to say if it floats your boat and finds your lost remote, then have at it. I don't want to do nothing nice for nobody right now. Leave me alone.
1: (laughs) Um, I have to to agree with this one. Um, like today I was, um, leaving the gym and, um, this lady, a little studdish. I don't know if she was, I don't know if she was a lesbian or not. Doesn't really matter. But she was, but she was my color and she was selling, um, body scents and oils and and incense on a corner and i was like i have twenty dollars i want you to use this whole twenty dollars and tell me what i can get for twenty dollars and it felt good to give back to someone who wanted like like i I feel like like if i'm feeling if i want to like be if i want to like feel good about myself like i go out and like i spend money on black businesses or like um gift giving is my thing too so like um this is amazing um Shea butter store in my neighborhood is called Yardane. Yadain Y-A-D-A-I-N Plugging it because it's amazing And um, I've taken my partner there and my best friend there and bought them all Shea butter products It's so I think seeing people smile is like really great Especially because I work, I work in customer service As a bartender for the last 20 years mm-hmm. So like Your day seems easier when you're kinder to people Versus like being an asshole To people
0: Yeah I get you Okay. <clears throat> Number 8 says doodle or color. Whether you use colored pencils to create your own drawings or doodle in an adult coloring book, your mind and body relax when you're engaging in a focused, soothing activity.
1: Does painting count?
0: I would say probably. Not, not <laughs> but not, not that, Oh. Not. Um
1: no, um I paint. So like well, I'm not painting right now because like, I've moved so many times in the last three years that my art supply is all in storage. But when I used to paint, oh my God. Painting and some opera playing.
0: Come through opera. I, uh, which I should get back into, but I, um, I use like the coloring apps, like on my iPad and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that stuff is surprisingly just as therapeutic as if you were, or for me, if I were actually coloring mm-hmm. with, like a colored pencil or a marker or something. And plus, yep. you can clear it and redo it, and it's mostly free. Well, it's free for me because I ain't giving y'all no money to color. Right. But, but yeah. And I used to, my problem with that is I would get lost in it and then I look up and it's like four hours have passed and I was only supposed to do it for like 20 minutes. Right. So I had to kind of break that habit, but I agree with this, you know, get get those creative juices flowing. Yeah. Number nine, take a break. All work all the time causes stress on the mind and body. If you're fortunate enough to have employment with available vacation hours, take all of them. If you don't have that option, do a weekend staycation. If that's out of your budget, simply spend Saturday doing absolutely nothing. Whatever it is that brings you pleasure, enjoy it and make no apologies for it. Agreed?
1: Well, this okay, this is the thing. I agree completely, but there's there's layers to this number one in the united states people don't really have leave like that
0: it says it here basically do what you can if you don't have right. vacation then do a vacation if you don't have if you can't do staycation then just do nothing for some but then time. the
1: second problem is what if you have kids because i'm looking at this from a single point of view so like i'm not single but like from like a just me and my partner so like i'm not like if he's like maybe i need in these three days, I'm gonna head back home to DC. I'm gonna give me some crabs with the family and some Coronas, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna just sit and drink and eat for like two days. I'll be back, but like when you got kids, you just can't have a staycation, unless you got like I mean, unless you have someone that you like. Hey, these, these little little niggas need to sit with you for two days. I'm gonna sit in the house and watch Netflix and play my pussy a little bit. That's all I want. Oh,
0: uh, I mean, like, I, I think I think you're looking at it as if. It has to be solo it and does. from what, from what, well, but you're, but you're doing it from a single mindset yeah. and I can say pretty much everyone that I know who has kids, when they think vacation or anything like that, they're including the kids. So right. I don't think it's something that you have to separate. You just have to do what works best for your situation Right. But I would say most people, when they have this stuff in mind, unless they specifically are like, no, I need to be alone. But I don't know if that necessarily needs to be for this. It's just, you know, take a break. And it could just be take a break from other aspects of life. If your job is stressing you the fuck out, then take a break. And who says that being with your kids can't be? part of a vacation. Again, it's not my ministry. I don't really do kids like that and clearly you don't either but that's from us being single gay men versus people regardless of orientation or gender or whatever that have kids. They have a different mindset. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's a mindset that I don't want. Y'all enjoy loves. Right. Number 10 says learn to anticipate problems before they arise. Uh know about this we'll um see what it says
1: okay like i'll give you a prime example like if you know that you are a chronic procrastinator and you know you have a deadline for some shit that is like time sensitive just get it out the way because i'm, yeah. I, I, okay, I'm I really guilty of that like you know like you got like um like um give you a prime example you gotta get your um your registration renewed on your car or something you don't want one to the last week. You can't go to the fucking damn DMV. Then you know that motherfucker gonna be packed. Just your luck when our day is gonna be packed. Just your luck. Or like me and it's like like one thing to say it on the thing was like about like taking a train or whatever, getting to work on time. That in your mind, like I got five seconds to stop at the bodega and get me a sandwich before I get to work, and then they take ten minutes to make the sandwich. I'm late. I'm fucked. That's fair. So like you have to like I can like, see. Be a little bit more proactive than reactive.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I understand. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Number eleven says, get outside. Um, depending on where you live and your, you know, mobility. Mm. No matter how busy you are, make it a habit to step outside for a breath of fresh air each day. Um, I mean, I think this is I think we've all heard this go outside, walk, do something like that, and it helps xyz so it's not surprising that it's on the list
1: yeah like we have like the sun is out vitamin d is pumping and, and shining down on you and giving you that energy you know just walk to the neighborhood I, I mean i live in new york so it's like i have the luxury of walking all the time and i don't drive anywhere. um but it's great when like it's summertime or like the the, the the winter breaks for a little bit of the day and you can walk outside and like take a deep breath and get some of that nature in and then just walk around and just like Grab street food or like, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm not a dirty hippie, but i just like I just like rainbows and sunshine.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fair too. Okay, number twelve says exercise regularly. I think this is self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Subjective. Uh I mean, I think we can all guess what it says, as we've You're all. Like- Heard it all working before.
1: Out is subject- work, working out is fun when you're old and you already got the man and the kids and nobody's looking at you. It's different working out when you're young and all the fucking pressure, especially being gay. <laughs> Please, nothing, nothing, nothing is 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 fun about working out. It creates even more anxiety
0: for me. Okay. Skip. Um, number thirteen. Write in a gratitude journal. Hmm. Studies have indicated that practicing gratitude has numerous benefits, including optimizing our cardiac health, reducing anxiety and depression, as well as sharpening our brain function and giving us peace of mind. Hmm. What do you think about a gratitude journal?
1: Um, I think writing a journal in general is great for your mental health anyway. You need to purge those feelings and those emotions, whether the journal is negative or positive. I don't know about a gratitude journal, cause I'm like, I'm thankful for the colors in the sky today. Like, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna run dry, and I think that it's not realistic to always be in a happy place.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Cause I, personally, I feel like trying to think of something to always be grateful for would stress me out.
1: Right, and and happiness isn't a goal. Um, joy is. So, like, happiness is a very fleeting emotion, so I don't rest on happiness. Joy is my ultimate goal. Because joy can be amongst your entire day. You can have bad moments. But when happiness hits against bad moments, the bad moment wins. I just don't believe in in happiness. Happiness is a very limited emotion for me.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. Number 14. Unplug after dinner each night. There's a lot of scientific research around the benefits of disconnecting from time to time. Taking a break from social media even for brief periods can help lessen your anxieties and stave off the loneliness that many feel when surfing their channels. Agreed. I agree. I mean, I don't unplug okay. every night, right. but historically I'm real I've been good for randomly disappearing from social media for three to six months at a time same the only reason i've been on there consistently and i don't even tweet and stuff as much as i used to is because of the podcast right (laughs) outside of that i just i may open the app and i'll scroll a bit and then i'm like okay that's that was enough
1: right and support your brand and i've been on the other side of that too so i understand what that feels like
0: yeah
1: um But, yeah, like, sometimes you just, like, play a video game. That's what I do.
0: I mean, or just do literally anything else.
1: Yeah, Uh, anything.
0: I think people just really don't understand the benefit of just logging off. And it's sad to me that there's so many people that seemingly just cannot do it. Right. But that's your cross to bear, not mine. So, good luck. (laughs) I mean, it's not, it's not much I can do because I'm not about to be on the Internet trying to convince y'all to get off the Internet. Number 15 says get ample sleep. Hallelujah.
1: Child, that is a challenge. Uh, of
0: course, that's easier said than done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but sleep deprivation can actually cause mental lapses and increase stress and frustration as well as contribute to physical health problems true true
1: man i'm good for the hard nap
0: (laughs) oh yeah i'm good for a nap but i have to have my sleep like even if it's not a full seven to eight hours like I, i if i don't sleep i will immediately get sick like my body is immediately like nope
1: see i sleep in like four hour intervals it's really weird like i was talking to one of my trans girlfriends this weekend and she was like why are you always up at really weird times? It's like, I just don't sleep more than four to five hours. I wake up. I don't know what it is.
0: That's mm. mega naps. Yeah. Well, right. As long as you're getting adequate sleep, I don't think it all has to be at the one time.
1: Right. I don't feel tired, though. That's what. I'm yeah.
0: I was gonna say, so you probably are still getting adequate sleep. It's right. just not all in eight hour intervals like they tell you you're supposed to do. Right. All right. Oh, come through number 16. Right. It says have a release. Whether you're with a partner or by yourself, research shows that an orgasm can help alleviate pain. Hallelujah. Improve your sleep. Hallelujah. Times two. And reduce stress. Amen. If you're with a partner, it can also help you feel more connected. I mean, if if you in to that sort of thing
1: what relationships
0: <laughs> i mean being connected to people <laughs> <laughs>
1: like how you really feel Shit.
0: oh man listen somebody's oh, son know. got a no i'm 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 joking i'm joking i don't i don't like people um i agree with this i think we're built to come Sex is,
1: sex is a very amazing and underrated emotion. God damn it. Like, I masturbate, at least on a daily basis, I have sex at least every two to three days. I am not addicted to sex whatsoever, but from a spiritual standpoint, oh, just that release, that, that moment of connection, the wetness, the moaning, the... The sensations, the licking, the touching, the fingering, the gripping, the jerking, the pinning down, the awkward position, the legs up, the legs flat on your stomach. Ooh,
0: okay. Your so back. this is not safe for work. <laughs> Speaking
1: Spanish a little bit here and there, um, I enjoy sex. Clearly. <laughs> and I and Clearly.
0: I don't no one was like, going to accuse you of not enjoying sex, especially not after they hear. No.
1: No, 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 because this is the thing, like, no bullshit. People do not have sex because they enjoy it. They feel they have sex because they're obligated, or they feel like it is a way to build their self-esteem and self-worth. You're not going to find it through sex. I've been on the other side of that. I literally have sex because I enjoy the spiritual experience of sex. I enjoy it, like, immensely. And I have my set of sex partners. I... I'm of course in a non-monogamous relationship sexually. Um, so like I have my partner and I have my my side pieces that I fuck with well, I don't say side pieces because we don't we don't do anything besides sex. But um yeah, like yo, I, I love I love sex. I love sex. Especially when it's good, it's consistent, they act right, they don't act crazy, they understand that I got a man, you're gonna be nothing more than just a hookup buddy. My Ross and my harem right now is lit. Next question. Go oh, on. Next. <laughs> Getting excited over here. i <clears throat> call after this, probably. All
0: right. Number 17, light a candle. Scientists have found the olfactory sense is the only one with a direct link to the limbic system, the area of the brain that plays a major role in emotional regulation, memory, and behavior. Use traditional calming smells such as lavender and frankincense. Also, try smells that have associations with happy recollections. This could be anything from a type of candy you loved as a kid to your grandma's perfume. (laughs) Oh, imagine somebody lighting a candle and it's like white diamonds. (laughs) You know, I'm about
1: to say imagine I lighting a candle like Bijan.
0: Oh, it's like, what is it? Estee Lauder.
1: Right. Red door.
0: Oh, my uh, God.
1: <laughs> Sierra. Uh, what else What else did the lady just wear back in the day? Gloria Vanderbilt. Oh.
0: <laughs> that would be a hot mess. Oh. You know,
1: it's so funny you say that because, like, I remember that I was at my bar, like, oh, I think it was over the summer, and some lady had on Bijan, like my mom. And I was like, oh, my God, just smell like my mom, like, my mom's alive and well. She's fine. But it's just like, <laughs> I just remember as a kid and smelling her because mm-hmm. she would leave before we would go to go to school. So she'd be gone before we were latchkey kids. So she was gone before we were. So it's like, I remember just like as a kid hearing her heels clicking in the kitchen and the Bijon would be all through the house when she left. And I just love the smell of Bijon. Not that I should probably get some for myself. I love the smell of that shit. Because <laughs> I mean, no. like, I, wear, I wear like feminine perfumes with masculine scents on top of them so i always make sense so like ooh, i'm gonna to have to get some Bijan from amazon mm.
0: i'm always surprised shocked whatever you want to call it by the memories that are triggered by certain smells sometimes i always kind of forget about that function of being a human being but it's actually quite amazing our brains are something else they are. That's a lot of y'all with trash brains, though, but we're not going to talk Woo! about that right now. Number 18 says, spend 10 minutes a day decluttering. Research shows that clutter increases our cortisol levels, reduces creativity and focus, and can even make us more sensitive to pain. It's not your imagination that you are more relaxed in a clutter-free environment. Set a timer for just five minutes and get busy.
1: Basically, basically clean a dirty ass room.
0: Yeah. Keep your, keep your space clean. Yeah, keep, and your,
1: keep your communal space. Keep the space that you have the most peace in clean.
0: Yeah. And I think we can all attest to that. When we clean yeah. and we There's have a, a clean house, a clean living room, a clean bedroom, sure. whatever it is. A clean we,
1: laundry, clean drawers.
0: We feel like mm-hmm. we are on top of the world. So I definitely agree with this. And I, I'm looking around and be like, I need to practice. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just cleaned my room today.
0: All right. So 18 tips for self care. I think we liked a majority of them, which is actually kind of rare when it comes to episodes where I have an article. Because a lot of these online publications, I don't think they have editors, but that's neither here nor there. Henry, thank you again for joining me on this episode.
1: Thank you for inviting me.
0: Tell people where they can find you on the vast interwebs.
1: Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. The, the name is Just X Henry, J U S T X E E H E N R Y. Just X Henry. I'm just on Twitter and Instagram. I'm no one fancy. I'm just somebody who just talks about sex and relationships, LGBT issues. Um. Oh God! Like all those threads to do about like just the betterment of our community is LGBTQ people.
0: Yeah, he really is a, a good follow. Um, everything ain't for everybody, so don't. If you follow him and you decide you don't like him, don't. Co- I don't care.
1: <laughs> don't come for me, <laughs> cause I cause like
0: I, <laughs> He makes time. Don't come yeah, for him. Trill he makes. Tell
1: you like I don't start no fights, bitch. But let me tell you, I finish them. I wear three watches, bitch. I got
0: time. <laughs> you know what? The episode is finished too. <laughs> so that's that on that. Another show in the books. Real quick before we get out of here, chime in if you have thoughts on what you've heard. Sound off. Use the hashtag #GaySidePod when you're live tweeting or posting about the show. As a brief reminder, you can listen to this show on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, countless others, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. Send in any Gay Side mail to GaySideStories at gmail.com. And that can be letters, compliments, show topic ideas, stories, pitches for being on the show If you want me to be on your show, send all of that stuff to GaySideStories at gmail.com. Take a moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating. And if you really love what I'm doing here, write a review. That's how people find us. And despite how Apple treats that podcast app, it is still the biggest hub for podcasts. And we want to be seen with all that being said thank you so much for listening and as always make sure you're sharing this podcast with others i appreciate the likes but reposting and resharing could potentially turn into a new listener remember you can also find me on ratchet ramblings with jeremy and candace discussing black reality tv shows and being probably offensive but it's all in good fun lastly I say this all the time, and I mean it. Love yourself. And whether you're top, bottom, verse, however you identify, protect your walls or they will crumble. You do not want to be out here with walls like ancient ruins. And I'm out. See you guys when I see you.
1: Now I gotta bust they balls, yeah. niggas out here really got the gall. So I'ma talk my shit, I'ma piss them off, get them hot and ready, then I'm dipping off Hot damn Who you know fine is this, uh-huh. who you know rhyme got the lineman's grip uh-huh. Who you know got him in line to lick, I got the laxy flow, it's out time my shit uh-huh. Now I got them flexing, son of the future, I'm Elroy Jetson Let me coach you, I'll teach you a lesson, how to dick him and tip, no questions Y'all niggas cramp my style and look crazy.
0: Uh-huh. Niggas tryna ride my wave, I'm too wavy. Uh-huh. I'ma still pop my shit till I'm 80. You know you made it when the
1: internet is hating. Yeah. It's a dog eat dog, and you ain't got the bite or the
0: bark. You can't leave a scratch or a mark. You a guppy tryna swim with the sharks.
1: Huh? Time to flex on so niggas who be hating.
0: Flex on, flex off
1: flex on time to flex on flex on